Hi, welcome to the Landscape of Crane's Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for being with us. We're always excited to introduce the newest class of Crane's 20 in their 20s. This award honors the talented young leaders in Northeast Ohio's business and nonprofit community. This is the ninth year of our doing 20 in their 20s. The profiles of all the honorees was, were published this past Monday online. You can also see them in print. You can read about the two honorees we talked to today, as well as the rest of the class at cranescleveland.com. We're glad to welcome Claire Levin. She is a senior executive specialist at Youth Opportunities Unlimited, as well as Tyler Wynn, a supervising associate from Ernst & Young. Congratulations to you both. Thanks for being with me. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. <laughs> so I know most of our listeners, landscape listeners, are going to are familiar with your organizations, but just for the few that aren't, I want you to both tell us what you do and what your organization does. Claire, let's start with you. Sure. Thanks, Dan. Uh, YOU has been around for 40 years now. We just celebrated our anniversary just a few weeks ago. Uh, youth Opportunities Unlimited is a youth workforce development organization that serves 14 to 24-year-olds, primarily from low-income communities here in Cleveland and Northeast Ohio. Um, and our goal really is to set people on a path to economic self-sufficiency. Tyler, tell us what Ernst & Young does. I know most people know, but just in case. Yes, Ernest & Young is one of the four big audit and accounting and insurance firms. And we do audit, tets, accounting, financial services, consulting, and also a multitude of different solutions that we offer our clients. Um, we have a major base out of here, here in Cleveland and our headquarters are in New York. Great. Claire, let me start with you. You have a job that you seem to enjoy. What's the most rewarding part of it? Wow. Um, I would say, yes, you're correct. I do love my job. And it's kind of twofold. It's mostly because of the impact we make every day in our work. And because I'm in more of an administrative role in my position, it's how do I best support our staff that are in direct positions working with our participants and young people every day. But in the same vein, one of the things that I'm pretty nerdy about is board governance and engaging with our board of directors who are in their own respects connecting to their passions and how can I best be like a conduit for that. So I am very passionate about board governance and making that experience as rich as, as impactful as possible. So what that sounds like a big thing to do. What's the most challenging part of making all that happen? Um, at YOUR, board of directors is about 35 people. So we try to keep each board member engaged in a committee that reflects their interests as well as provides a mutual benefit to the organization. So I would just say it's about being really receptive to the strengths and interests as well as really understanding the need we have and finding where those overlap. It is truly a joy. Even in the challenges, it's just about making connections. Tyler, what do you like the best about your job? The best part about my job is relationships. Um, I basically work in strategic relationships under the, under the financial services organization. So basically our thing is to make sure that we're building and, and cultivating those relationships with our clients and also our partners and also our BD team here. Uh, so being able to really go out in the field and really see where we have those relationships and where we can build stronger ones as well. So what's the tough part of that job? The tough part is definitely managing so many different people. Um, I actually came from executive search and, and really got to manage so many different candidates and also a client. So stepping into this role where it's more internal, really more managing um, the partners we have, but also our BD team um, to make sure we are keeping up with the, with the relationships that we already have, but also the relationships that we can broker as well. Claire, you are the youngest member of the nonprofit senior staff. Somebody has to be. What's that experience like for you being the youngest person in an organization like that? 
Uh, I think many young people would resonate with the term imposter syndrome. And so it's something that I try to combat on a regular basis. But quite honestly, it's a real privilege. Like, I feel like I've been able to get to where I am in my career because so early on, I was included in these pretty high level leadership discussions. So a lot of it is like about building mutual respect with my peers and combating those feelings about when I walk in the room, is my opinion just as valid? And the answer is yes. And oftentimes it's a result of me being the sponge in the first place that it's like open to kind of the unknowns I may not have faced in my role, but imagining what the realities could look like and then kind of the confidence to move forward in the decisions that I do have and do have the ability to make and how I can support others. I find that the trust and relationships I've developed with my peers and outside of YOU as I represent the organization and community conversations, it is all built on trust, much like Tyler said, relationships are the tough part. And I really try to like follow through with my word and be someone people can rely on and bring some fun. (laughs) We're going to talk about it, but it's an, it's an interesting concept. Sometimes you think, you know, I don't know as much as everybody else, but sometimes that does make you more open. I've talked to people who are nurses and they'll say, they'll say, patients say, I want the oldest nurse. And they'll say, you might want the youngest one who actually has the most information and has the newest things up to date, what's going on. So I find that an interesting, interesting dynamic. And I think as a young professional, there's sometimes like you feel like you have to have all the answers. And I kind of lean into the fact that I don't. And I I ask those follow-up questions as to like why someone made that decision or how could that have gone differently. And people seem to be really open to like talk me through their thinking. That is something that I'd say Craig Dorn, our CEO at YOU, is incredible at. It's like breaking down decision-making and mentoring me in my role as to why certain things happened the way they did and what I can expect and like a future outcome of that. $1 $1 million, eight ideas, 1,300 improved connections to jobs. The Paradox Prize has made a significant impact on real people and businesses and has gone a long way in improving worker mobility in Northeast Ohio. Where to from here? Join the fund for our economic future on June 16th to celebrate progress and connect with ideas that can improve talent attraction and retention and lead to lasting change for the 4 million-plus residents of Northeast Ohio. Register today for transportation and the quest for talent, putting the lessons of the Paradox Prize to work. Visit cranescleveland.com slash paradox prize. You do, we mentioned fun. Every organization should have a team fun. YOU does and you lead it. What exactly do you guys do? Yeah, it's funny you ask. So team fun is an employee engagement committee. That's like what I call it when I'm not calling it team fun. So essentially they've set aside a budget where I have the privilege to lead sort of a staff-led group. If anyone wants to be on Team Fun at YU, they can be a part of it. And we plan quarterly events. So our big event that we're working on right now, which will be in August, is an all-staff social, which will actually be at the Cleveland Metro Park Zoo. And in the the nonprofit world, you don't always get to like step away from the mission and step away from the work. But we really think it's important for our staff to build community with each other. So this is like an all-day treat where we can enjoy the animals, enjoy each other, and kind of like build that community together. It's actually, I was just looking at the numbers recently, and there's like at least 10 or 15 people that are part of it. And for an organization that's hitting just around 100, it's pretty significant to see how many people care about connecting, especially in like a hybrid and remote world like right now. It'd be nice to get everybody back together. Definitely. Tyler, let's talk about you. You boomeranged back to Cleveland from Atlanta, where you went to college and did some post-graduation work down there. What brought you back here? So actually during the pandemic, um, on the first couple months, I would be driving back and forth from Atlanta and my little Honda back and forth from Atlanta to Cleveland. And I did that for about maybe three to four months. That's what got to the point where my lease was about to end. And I, I made a, after a conversation with my parents, um, I felt that like it would be a really good 
chance for me to come back to Cleveland. While basically coming back and forth, I, uh, I got a chance to really engage many of the people who were here and also people I went to high school with and also people in the community. So, so more of that, that homey feel that I was kind of missing in Atlanta uh, was really what I needed here. And, and once I came back here, I started a new role, and it, which eventually led me into the role I am right now. You went to Morehouse College in Atlanta in 2019 at your graduation ceremony. Something rather unusual happened. Can you tell us what happened? Yes. So at my graduation ceremony, we had, I, I think, the best um, keynote speaker, um, commencement speaker, who was actually Robert F. Smith. We, as a class, really didn't know much about him. We, as a class, were also just very happy to be there. Um, and during that speech, he noted um, that he would be paying off all of our student loans. <laughs> and that really came as a shot to me because beforehand, I really set this huge plan of how I'm going to get this job and how I'm going to pay all these back. And I had this huge plan about how I was going to do it. But having that burden lifted off of me really just opened my opened my eyes, but also opened my future on so many of the things that I could could do and I, as all my passions that I really wanted to do because of that. And and forever, I, I am forever grateful for him for doing that as well. I would imagine that was rather inspiring too, to think to yourself, to get yourself in that kind of position, that you could do that kind of thing for people. And you in turn will have an opportunity, maybe not to do something that big, but you will be able to do things for other people. Definitely. Um, so in my role um, under the strategic relationships in a financial service organization, I serve um, in our executive and board network where, be, where we basically kind of pair people in our network and also EY alumni onto different board opportunities and different executive opportunities that some of our clients may have and also some of our account teams may have. So being able to, you know, so first listen and kind of hear what what they're looking for and kind of where they see their career going and also where they see um, on their post career going and then kind of matching them to the right opportunities is basically the best part of my job that I get to do every, every single day. And I will add, we do have a board member on YIU's board that works at Ernst & Young. So we'll say, keep doing what you're doing, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. And it's great to hear that, you know, our impact um, is being not just heard around the world, but also in Cleveland as well. This is the Landscape of Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. We are celebrating our 20 in their 20s awards this year, profiling some of the folks who are talented young leaders here in Northeast Ohio in both the business and nonprofit community. Two of those leaders are Claire Levin from Youth Opportunities Unlimited and Tyler Wynn from Ernst & Young. Let's talk first jobs. Claire, what was, what was the first job you had? You have a great job now. Was your first job great? Yeah, they actually highlighted it in the feature in Cranes, which really warmed my heart. My first job was a waiter's assistant at a Hungarian restaurant here in Cleveland in Shaker Square. It was a family that I'm proud to be a part of today. My best friend worked with me. My sister worked with me. I'm about to be in, attending the wedding of one of the owner's daughters. It's just kind of kicked off what it means to like work within a community, which I feel like I still do to this day. I always find it interesting. You can always tell when you're at a table of people in a restaurant, the people who've actually worked in restaurants because they are the most patient with the, with the wait staff because you understand what it's like some nights, don't you? Definitely. Patience is key. <laughs> Tyler, what was your first job? Yes, I am nowhere near my first job from from the industry I'm in. Ashley started as a student intern, kind of a part-time worker at a manufacturing um, company based out of Willoughby, Ohio called Bowden Manufacturing. So basically about two to three times a week, I would go there and, and basically run the CNC machines and, and do a little bit of sweeping and cleaning, also some laser work there. And, you know, first of all, it taught me, you know, just about the engineering processes, but also how to deal with people, especially working side by side with some of the best in the industry, especially when it comes to manufacturing and engineering. But it also made me realize that 
I'm not very good at engineering. I probably should not go into that field. So um, just the opportunity to be there for two years was amazing. You had some thought about going to become a teacher. What what led you down a different path? Um, so I actually went through all four years of, of college with the intention to be a teacher. Uh, my grandmother was a teacher. My aunt was a teacher. I had many people in my family who were teachers. And, you know, um, I knew that the that the rate of black males in the classroom was pretty low. So that was more of my motivation and seeing the impact that I could make on, on students' faces. But more of the switch came when I was actually going to a career fair. My parents um, had noted that you maybe want to try just something different for a summer just to get some diversification on your resume. And also one of my one of my college roommates was actually going to a career fair. And I happened on a, upon a, a, a career table called Hydrogen Struggles. Had no idea who they were. So I was a talkative person. So I decided to just um, just, just to start a conversation with them. Ended up being there for about an hour and 45 minutes. I got to the point where I was actually telling other students who were walking by the table about Hydric. And that, in, that, that, that eventually turned into an internship um, and also turned into a full-time offer where I started my career at. You mentioned you mentioned your parents a couple of times, and I know and reading about them that they've been very community oriented. What kinds of things do they do? How do they inspire you to become involved in the community? Yeah, so my parents, um, as at a young age, for me and my sister, um, would take us to um, to our church and and to do more of our produce to people that that was sponsored by the food, by the um, the Cleveland Food Bank. We um, we also did a couple of things in their fraternities and sororities. Um, my mother is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. My father is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, which I also am a member of as well. And just seeing the impact that these people were making in the community really kind of helped me to get to that point uh, um, as well. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's great. So let me ask you each, what does it mean to be named in the 2022 class of 20 in their 20s? I'll tell you, it's always interesting when we look back. I can't remember if it was a couple of years ago, and I honestly don't remember his age at that point, but I remember talking to this really smart young man named Justin Bibb in one of these conversations. So perhaps we have a mayor among us here, but I'm just saying there's a lot of great people that come out of this. What does it mean to you, Claire? So I'd say as someone who probably since I was 16 sort of sought out the nonprofit sector, it really validates my career decision. Um, I immediately after graduating from undergrad went into two years of service with AmeriCorps here in Cleveland with City Year, and then went on to working at YOU and simultaneously getting my master's degree and being recognized in a cohort of like peers that are really accomplished and are on some pretty incredible paths and doing a lot of really important work here in Cleveland. As someone who has always kind of had the blinders on to service, community development, and for me, youth development specifically, I feel like I'm exactly where I should be, that my time in Cleveland has been appreciated to some degree, and I'm in like the right place, both metaphorically and physically. And I'd also add, similar to what Tyler was saying about like the values learned from their family, from my grandparents to my parents, um, it's just kind of like what our family does. Like any one of my siblings or cousins, I feel it like could be sitting in the chair I'm in today because of the values that were like enforced and kind of instilled. And I'm Jewish and my religion kind of like shows up in different ways in my life. It's not like a main driving force, but there's a value called tukun olam, which means repair the world. And when I think about that value, that to me is being Jewish. It's like leaving the world a better place than you found it. And like, that's where I connect. So this recognition, like I really feel blown away by the feedback I've gotten from people as the announcement came out, um, just because it, I just feel very validated in the choices I've made. How about for you, Tyler? What does it mean to you to be part of this class of 20 in their 20s? It truly means that the work that I've did, not only just in the Cleveland area, 
but also in the Atlanta community truly matters. Um, I've gotten congratulations from people all around the country. And, you know, all these people have touched me in some type of way. Uh, um, I know you mentioned Justin Bibb. Um, I've had the privilege to know him most of my life. He's also one of my fraternity brothers as well. And just kind of seeing, you know, his journey from, you know, from going from the corporate space to more the nonprofit space and being able to be in, in, in Cranes 40 under 40 and, and seeing his vision kind of coming to Cleveland really is just something that, you know, sometimes I try to mirror. I try not to be more of an imposter, but, you know, just seeing the type of value that he's been able to add as well. Um, but also just, you know, the things that I've did growing up in this community and also the things that led me to college and also in, in into my career, just, I'm just seeing the impact that I do and always, always understand that people are looking at you, whatever you're doing. Um, when I was at my commencement at Morehouse College, um, Robert F. Smith said one thing, and, and it always stuck with me. He said, our lives are measured by how much we contribute to the success of others. And he basically told us to go and do that as we go through, as we go throughout our lives and, out, and throughout our careers. And everybody who I graduated with is doing amazing things. And I try to keep on that same level for doing that. And also coming back to a city that really has poured so much into me, I, I try to take that same sentiment and pour that much into the, into the people of our community, but also into the youth of our community as well. Let me ask you each, you're both young professionals, obviously. Do you see opportunity for growth for young professionals here in Northeast Ohio? What do you think, Claire? I definitely do. Um, I am a firm believer in like experiences are what you make of them, but it's also about kind of looking to looking behind you as well as ahead of you of where you want to be and also who's coming next. So I've chosen to work in youth development because I believe in sort of the future generations and because of how much I love Cleveland and Northeast Ohio, also growing up here, being from here and choosing to live here now. It's about creating the city I want to live in and how I want to be a part of it. And that's why I kind of look behind my own shoulder and kind of bring up the people coming. So I've taken advantage of mentorship programs because I feel like there's a lot of leadership development opportunities here in Cleveland. And then I myself choose to be a mentor with programs like College Now or through City Year Cleveland. So I feel like there's so much opportunity for rich leadership um, cultivation, but it's about what opportunities we choose to seek out ourselves um, and who we can confide in to help our development. Cleveland is a community that cares it is a community with a lot of pride, and I feel like there's a lot of um, passion for that sort of development. How about for you, Tyler? Do you see young professionals have the opportunity to develop themselves here in Northeast Ohio? I truly do. Um, when I was in college, um, they used to call me Ohio's finest. I was probably Cleveland's biggest supporter. I always had a, uh, always had a Cavs shirt on, a Brown shirt on, Indian shirt on. And when I decided to move back here, I got a, I got a couple of grumbles from people of why you want to move back to a, a mid-sized city? You don't you want to go to New York, you know, Atlanta, D.C., L.A., those big metropolises? And you know, just coming back here and seeing, you know, the value that that a lot of young people are adding here, I truly think, especially what Claire said, if you truly want to go somewhere. There's an opportunity here for everybody in every single field of math here in nonprofits and medical onto corporate to technology. We see Intel coming here as well. And, and I really think as long as you have a vision, but also, you know, a passion to do something here, you can definitely do it. And I think and I um, I think anybody who is going to school outside of this area or even inside of the Cleveland area or Ohio to, um, to really consider 
coming back and truly making a difference in this community because this because uh, Cleveland is growing at a fast rate, but also has so many great people. The pride here and also uh, um, the opportunities here are just truly unlimited. And just to jump in to kind of adding to what Tyler said, because I was a little inspired when he was talking, but I kind of chose this size city for me because I know I, there's still opportunity for me to make an impact. I There's always someone looking to make another connection. And it's not saying you could be a big fish in a little pond. Cleveland's not a little pond by any means, but it's more so that we are a city that's developing and growing and is there's a lot of imperfections. And so if you want to make an impact, you kind of start with that blank canvas, not saying it's blank in the sense that there is no progress. We're a city where it's what progress and prosperity are our motto. Um, So it's all about that ultimate goal. So I like knowing that we have the ability to make this city and our community better because there's room for these voices. That's great. Claire Levin and Tyler Wynn, thanks for joining us today. I hope 10 years from now, I'll talk to you about 30 in your 30s. I bet I will be. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Dan. Thank you so much, Dan. We spoke with Claire Levin and Tyler Wynn. They are both award winners, 20 in their 20s, which Cranes just recently presented. You can see all those profiles online at cranescleveland.com. Thanks for joining us for The Landscape. I'm Dan Paletta. We're always glad when you can be with us, and we'll talk again soon.